Okay. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the San Francisco Film Commission meeting. This early morning, Thursday, January 26th. Um, a few announcements before we get started. Um, and again, sort of a happy new year since this is us returning. Um, okay, so as authorized by California Government Code Section 54953E and the Mayor's 45th Supplemental to her February 25th, 2020 Emergency Proclamation, this meeting will be held remotely without providing a physical location. Members of the San Francisco Film Commission will participate and vote by video. Members of the public may observe the meeting and provide public comment online. This precaution is taken pursuant to the various local, state, and federal orders, declarations, and directives. Commission members will attend the meeting through video conference and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via teleconference through the link posted on the agenda. By clicking on the participant button in the menu bar on the bottom of the video call screen and clicking on the hand icon in the lower right corner of the participants panel to be, to be put in the queue. You can also make public comment through a phone call by calling 415-655-0001. Again, 415-655-0001, access code 2482-729-9644. Again, 2482-729-9644, then pound, and then pound again. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussion, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, dial star three to be added to the speaker line. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. Alternatively, you may submit public comment by emailing the Film Commission at film at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and we will and will be included as part of the official meeting. Note that all comments must be received at least at the latest by 12 p.m. on the day of the meeting. Sorry, did you do the um, public instruction, Stefania? At the flew by. It did it. it. Has that been complete? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, hello, everybody. I would like to call the to order the January twenty sixth, twenty twenty three, San Francisco Film Commission meeting. Welcome again, and amplifying Happy New Year and Happy Lunar New Year wishes. Um, want to appreciate um, having Chief Financial Officer of OEWD, Merrick Pasquale here, uh, who will be helping to present. So thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, Zafania, would you do the honors of the roll call? Yes, uh, Commissioner Boma is excused. Commissioner Chang here. Commissioner Deloria here. Commissioner Rosenthal here. Commissioner Rubin. Excused. Commissioner Song. 
President. Come, uh, Vice President Steiker. Present. And um, Commissioner Tyler. Here. President. Here. Thank you, President. Um, also, just acknowledging, we see Alessandro Lozano, who is also part of the Legislative and Government Affairs Manager for OEWD. Welcome. Um, and thank you guests for joining us this early morning for our early morning um, uh, commission meeting in January. Okay, Zafania, would you call item two, please? Yes, item two would be the Ramatouche Ohlone land acknowledgement. The San Francisco Film Commission and Film SF staff acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatouche Ohlone who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramaytush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramaytush Ohlone community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Zafania, can you call item number three? Yes, Thank you, item number three would be the commission meeting agreements. Thank you so much. So as always, we are guided by wonderful values and principles. We have agreed on these agreements. Um, so please take a look and as you're taking a look, this does not require a vote. It's just a reminder of how we should just center ourselves and be part of this meeting today. Um, and also, I just want to acknowledge this has been a stormy start of the year. Um, and as, as, as we all know, the news and tragedies from Tyree Nichols and Memphis, the news violence recently in our backyard in Oakland, Half Moon Bay and not far from Monterey Park. Uh, in the Lunar New Year. I know it's been a lot for me to process. Um, I just want to acknowledge that um, and also acknowledge as we look at these agreements, it is moments like these when we are being able to be in community together as filmmakers, as allies, as people who really care and are passionate about San Francisco and our home and our people here, that we hold all these tragedies in our hearts, but we hold each other in community and in solidarity. I believe that these kinds of meetings are part of our healing. So I just wanted to say that. As you absorb these agreements, if that sounds good and just like give me a nod, give me a thumbs up just to show that you're seeing this um, and maybe some affirmations about what I just said and just holding all that close. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Okay, Zafania, let's move on to the next item. Yes, thank you, Billy. Um, that would be item four. Budget review by Executive Director Manishin Fanta, Chief Financial Officer of OEWD, Mary Pasquale, for the fiscal year 23 24 budget update and discussion on budget priorities. Excellent. Thank you. And just one quick note today is not going to be an action item. This is purely for discussion today. So just a correction on the agenda and note there. Manijay, I'll pass over the baton. And Merrick, again, thank you for being here. And Alessandra. Hi, everyone. Um, well, I'm excited to see all of you. And again, Happy New Year. And um, it's been great to um, 
sort of start this new year with a lot that I plan to share um, also in the rest of the commission meeting. But for now, as um, wanted, if, if you don't mind putting up the slides, this is going to be just to sort of set the stage, um, the first of two budget meetings that we will have. So today is really um, sort of to give you an overview of what the process is like for the mayor's budget, you know, and the instructions and sort of the projections. Um, talk about budget priorities um, and love to hear commissioner feedback on that and public public feedback and comment on that. And that's really important. And then February 13th is the final meeting that we will have where I will share um, based on sort of feedback, also our budget recommendations. And that's when you'll sort of see more of a budget um, breakdown um, or an overview. Um, so just sort of like contextualizing that now so you're aware. Um, so thanks, uh, Ish, you could sort of keep side, sorry. Um, we'll go back to that and I'll start off. Um, so can you show them, Ish, whenever you get a Oh, sure, okay, I, I keep hearing that I, I misunderstood. Okay, that's okay. Um, so the budget instructions that we have for next the next two fiscal years, um, again, these are some of the mayor's priorities, um, are really focusing on public safety and especially, you know, the uh, economic recovery for San Francisco with a focus on downtown, and especially supporting homelessness and mental health services. Uh, so departments have been asked to make cuts. So for the fiscal year, it's a 5% budget cut. And in uh, fiscal year 24, 25, it's an 8% cut. Um, next slide. And Merrick, and Merrick and I are going to ping pong and, and also we'll be around for questions after as this comes up. But um, Merrick, you wanna take this slide away? Sure. Uh, good morning, commissioners. It's a pleasure to join you um, with at least some sobering news, I guess. Um, so back in December, uh, the mayor uh, had released her budget instructions as, as uh, Director Fata went over. Um, this is based on a uh, five-year joint report uh, that was released uh, in um, combination with the mayor's office, the budget and the legislative analysts, and the controller's office. Uh, in that report, uh, they had updated projections, uh, which project currently a two-year deficit of $728 million. Um, in the upcoming year that uh, comprises of $201 million, uh, and in the following year, uh, $527 million. Uh, so, based on that, uh, as you'll see here, kind of to give a little bit more budget context, the last time it was around this level was um, a year after the pandemic hit, um, I think last year was was kind of an outlier in terms of budget, just due to a lot of the one-time support, uh, as well as the ability to uh, tap into federal level support uh, to really offset some of the revenue losses uh, citywide. Uh, so this year, in terms of what has changed, is uh, obviously we're having to continue uh, having uh, continued weakening revenue outlook, as well as loss of that at a one-time federal revenue. Uh, we're having higher base wages uh, for employees, uh, as well as increasing health benefit costs, uh, increasing pension costs due to the recent market downturn, uh, as well as just kind of new and growing uh, general fund commitments. Uh, so we can go on to the next. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Merrick. Um, and so this is so you know just like the sort of the budget cycle and what we have to do and and when. Um, so at this moment, we're 
you know, doing the budget submissions. Um, and then it will, uh, the mayor proposes by June 1st. Uh, again, our budget submissions goes to the mayor's budget office. And then um, by June 1st, it's um, the mayor proposes the budget uh, to the board of supervisors. And then, in, you know, in the month of June, there will be hearings with the board of supervisors um, with, you know, department heads and key departments around the budget. And then um, in August, uh, the mayor signs the budget. So this is kind of just the process that happens every year. Um, next slide. So here's a, just a quick snapshot of uh, OEWD's current budget. Um, currently this year, it's over 160 million uh, of that. Uh, the small but very mighty uh, film office uh, has 1.2 million uh, of the total OEWD budget. Uh, and going back to kind of the, the mayor's uh, instructions in terms of the uh, general fund support cut there, this doesn't impact uh, the film office as much. Uh, just in terms of their budget, it's it's a revenue supported budget, uh, which is um, supported through uh, a work order uh, with grants for the arch, which comes from hotel tax fund, uh, as well as uh, revenue from film permits. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a opportunity as as Director Fata might go into just a way to kind of really assess um, ways to potentially increase the revenue of the office. Uh, to allow uh, a little bit more uh, flexibility uh, as well as increases some of the resources in terms of the operations of the office. Yeah, thank you. Um, and just to dive into that, so you all are aware with the 1.2 million, 600,000 of that is allocated for the Phoenix San Francisco rebate program. So then 600,000 is for our operations, which um, is really personnel and a little bit for other ex other costs, which is our film space grant, um, a little bit for marketing and um, and cost to other and services to other departments. So it's um, it's small, right? Um, and these are part of the conversations that I'm really curious to hear from all of you and your thoughts on our priorities. Just so you know, um, because obviously I've been in this office a while and I, I've seen our, our budget sort of um, stay this way. Um, I definitely am excited to sort of really work with OEWD and all of you and how we can really increase because I think there's so many opportunities right now for how we can really support the city and attract more productions here, support our local film industry. I mean, I think these are all things you've heard me talk about, but what we lack are um, the resources to do some of this work. And what the immediate thing is, is that we are gonna propose with this um, new year is increasing our permit fees, because that is one thing we do have the ability to do. Um, they have not been raised since, um, Definitely over 11 years, and it may have never been raised since the inception of this office. So we're trying, um, that's what we're looking into or having um, somebody in the city's attorney's office look at the legislative history, because I think it's going to confirm what I already know is that the fees have never been raised. So we're just trying to get some of that um, hard information, but we're at least that's what I can, we can control right now is in the immediate to help bring in some more revenue to the office um, and that and and then 
you know, again, open to hear your thoughts and ideas, but that is just sort of the first part of this presentation. Again, I want to open this up for discussion from, you know, the commissioners on your thoughts on where our priorities should be in this next fiscal or two fiscal years, your thoughts on this. And I definitely, you know, after this, we'll have public comment because I think there's a couple people in the room that I'd love to hear from them from the public. Um, sorry, um, and I cannot, so I can just find a hand in my in the in the app. Um, can, can I ask yes. questions? Yes. Um, thank you. Um, can you remind, uh, uh, uh us, um, I, I think in the outset, you said that the proposed budget, the 1.2 is about staying around the same as in the past. What was it in like in the pre like in 2019 and in the last 2 years, what was it? So our budget has always stay. It's the work order that we receive from grants from the arts is so is has been four hundred thousand. What will fluctuate is our permit fee revenue, right? So no, I mean the one point two. Yes, and so that's okay. So that's been the budget. So what will fluctuate of that is it could be more or less depending on our permit fee revenue, right? The revenue that we collect from permits. So. Um, Pre-pandemic, it had been up to maybe 200, 250,000, 270,000. It gone down during pandemic, 90,000, 120,000. I think last year, we're again we're seeing increase. It was 135,000. So th that's that's all we have, right? As far as then the rebate. So I'll tell you the rebate is, um, the board of supervisors has approved up to a million dollars a year, every year. We've generally only gotten up to 800,000 um, that we've received from the Board of Supervisors. Again, that directly goes to rebate of production. In the past couple of years, because we haven't had, uh, we've, and what's great about this is we've been able to carry forward whatever's not used, we can carry forward every year. So, of that rebate program. Um, so, because we've had such a carryover in order to help sort of, you know, the city and the department, we've accepted less money. So we've cut it down to 600,000 the past couple of years. And again, as uh, production activity increases, we'll be able to, you know, ask up to 800,000 again. I think this is part of how we're sort of helping um, balance the budget as a department with OEWD. And, and Merrick, feel free to add on to anything if I misspoke or misrepresented, but. Yeah, I mean, I think just, to chime in a lot of the delta that happens with film over the past couple of years and just to give a little background i've been with oewd this will be my 16th budget um and revenues have not changed for that pipe for, for that time period so i can at least confirm uh you know no change has happened over those years but uh, with respect to film's budget really the delta is going to be around the revenue um, as Monty stated, you know, it's been at a very, at a high of 275. I think the prior year, um, obviously due to COVID, we, we decreased the forecast of those revenues down to 200,000. So, um, this year it increased to, uh, by another 25,000 to 225. So the actual total budget, uh, exactly for the film, uh, office is 1.225 million. So, um. Again, this will be an opportunity, you know, just given the history of the office, we haven't had an opportunity for, for much growth 
Uh, we did, I think, um, you know, within the last five years, add a position. Uh, but now, um, just given the overall uh, increasing cost of the office, um, there is very to very little money in terms of operations, uh, and a lot of it is very heavy on on personnel. Uh, and so, um, you know, I think it's um, a good opportunity to re really look at uh, ways to potentially increase uh, the budget in terms of revenue to support increasing expenditure costs. Um, if just a follow up question, so if we if the if the permit fees. Uh, Goes through the process and is in, uh, increased. Would those directly benefit office operation? Because that seems to be the most lean and mean. Um, and we have talked. We have had, you know, plans to look at possible, you know, expansion and and to meet the needs actually. So, um, would the it will help? Mm -hmm. Yes, it will help. It's not going to be enough to be honest. It's we need more. It, it would, it's going to help. That's one avenue that I know I immediately have some control over um, and that'll help. Um, um, and again, because our projections are, if you look at last year, it's 135,000 that in permit fee revenue. So if increasing, let's say it doubles that, that 300,000, it's not gonna bring, a, a, it's, it's gonna help, it's, it's gonna help us, but we need to be creative and think of other ways to increase our, our budget. Um, is is this the meeting? Is this the meeting that we can uh, discuss the question of what is your? Uh, you have some vision for the office, Manishé. So uh, uh, and and Billy too. So uh, is it your? What is the ideal? If we have the wish to to organize the office better and more resources for op operation and marketing, what is the ideal number? I'm just trying to get a grasp of the gap that we are looking at. The ideal number, I mean, yes, I mean, I mean, it's I, a I lot think we have more. talked about I, yeah. more needs yeah. for more operation and especially in marketing to to support yeah. your work. And so, what is that? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what is the gap. If like we are looking at 1.2, we are looking at revenue options. That where are we trying to get to minimally to make this more robust? Like two question. One point. Yeah, I mean it's, it's I mean we have to have that target, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And and we can dive into that more. I mean yeah. it's definitely over. Maybe at the next meeting, but I'm just bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean it is definitely having um a, a budget of definitely over two million dollars, you know. Um, but there's 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 more possibilities for Additional things that we can do to support the city's economy and, and its recovery. So that's what we're looking at and exploring. So, yes. Sorry to be vague at this moment. Yeah, and maybe I can help interject and um, I just want to acknowledge a couple of things in my tenure as a commissioner and as president. We've never formally looked at the budget together as a commission. So this is the 1st time. Um, and even being um, president and having a little more uh, just like access to manager and just like thinking about the numbers and what that is, it has also taken me a great deal of time to understand all the different nuances of like what that is. So for y'all where this is new and this is your first time looking at it, I just want to like maybe summarize a couple of takeaways, right, that we're hearing. And thank you again 
Merrick for being here and um, Manije for just like outlining the broad strokes. Um, overall, this budget, the film commission budget has never increased like in our tenure, right? So it has stayed exactly the same. Um, on the revenue side, we are, we are like one of the few uh, departments in OEWD, correct me if I'm wrong, Merrick, that generates permits. Like, you know, it is a department that actually generates money. Um, so the permit fee, as Claudine, you pointed out and noticed, and as we're all talking about, that also has not increased in price uh, over all these years. And as we know, um, the cost of making productions does not go down. It has only increased, right? So we have stayed tight there. So there is movement to be able to get more revenue. But as Mani J just said, not a lot, you know, but we can increase our fees. But we're also mindful of the impact on the production community of what that means. So it's a delicate balance. That's a dance. The other place for revenue is grants for the arts. And as you know, if you don't know, the hotel tax fund benefits when San Francisco is doing well. So the more productions or people, tourists coming in, that those coffers go up. However, I do want to point out and correct me if I'm wrong, Merrick. The allocation from grants for the arts is also capped. No matter how much grant grants for the arts is making, and no matter how much they're getting in their revenue, film, our department, Film SF, only gets four hundred thousand. Right. So in the future, maybe not now. I think as part of the bigger plan of the city, if that is one area that we have traditionally gotten funding from, is there room to grow the allocation? I, this is a forward thinking. I'm just like very big picture. Okay, so revenue wise, we're quite limited in where this revenue comes from and where we have room to grow. Um, there are, of course, the city processes, which I don't even understand yet as a commissioner. However, I think to the extent there's room to ask for more or like whatever that process is. I know Mani J has been working very, very hard with Merrick to think about that. Like, what are ways that we could grow the revenue side in partnership? with OEWD's needs and all the other concerns and working with the mayor's office, of course. So revenue right now, we're kind of capped. Um, let's go to the expense side. On the expense side, when you take away, we've got like the 1.2 number flexible and all that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, there's a certain amount allocated for rebate program. And as you know, Manijay has described, it could be anywhere between 800,000 to 600,000. Of course, we know the rebate program benefits production. So I'm just trying to explain the circular, how this is all interrelated, right? The more bank we have in rebate, the more we can attract people to come in and to take advantage of the rebate. So we always want that rebate number to be there. We never want it to be zero. It's part of the incentive of bringing productions here. Um, is that a place for priority to grow? Ah, don't know, because here's the other issue that we have heard about since all of last year and as we are coming out of pandemic, which is there has been a huge change in the operational and personnel structure of our film SF team. As we know in this transition, I mean, I've been around when there have been at least four members on staff of the film SF team under the same budget. Okay, so understanding on the expense side, we take away the rebate. We have the film space grant. That is one of the spendings that we do that we also have prioritized as a commission, but very, very small. 
The other really is about the team members and our capacity. And as we have heard, the office is really struggling with capacity. Again, circular. We've got three people working around the clock. Um, and of course, primarily bringing in revenue and generating permit and like getting the permits out, welcoming productions, negotiating people to be here. So the permitting happens, right? However, there's more work to be done, obviously. And we'll talk a little more about the other priorities because it's not enough to keep production and the staffing here. It's not, this does not, this is not sustainable, right? And there's no way we could be part of the economic recovery of the city unless we're able to build the capacity of the team. What would it look like to bring it back to four? What would it look like to have a group of six? Like, how did New York expand? How did Vancouver expand, right? They've got bigger teams. So here's the catch 22. I think as we're all struggling and understanding the budget, where I've been trying to support Manijay and I think as commissioners, as we think about it, you know, where is it that we can advocate for more revenue to come in through different ways, right? Whatever the city procedures are, but it could look in permit increase, you know, are there greater allocations that we could make? Are there other funding sources that we haven't even thought about that we could bring in, right? That would help the revenue side. On the spending side, I really do have full trust and faith on Manijay and the city's abilities in dealing with like personnel costs and stuff. That's not things that we can control, but we do need to ask the question of how do we support the building of capacity, mainly how can we support bringing in more people ultimately to support this team? Because it will take building capacity to be able to generate more, right? You can't generate more money. This is like, we've kind of hit as much as we could generate. Probably 275 at the boom was as much as we could do. So if we do want to take that leap as an organization, as a department within the city that I know, we know the mayor values, and the city values and we as stakeholders values, there is some creative thinking and also advocating together that we need to do to say, here's where the pieces are that we need the support. Um, so get, you know, this is me just kind of summarizing. I hope that helps. It is very vague right now because there's also confidentiality and processes that we can't quite talk about in these forums. So just want to acknowledge that. Um, but at the same time, we are trying to be as transparent as possible. So I, I just um, appreciate commissioners listening. Please ask questions like, what are your takeaways as I just summarize this and your understanding? Where are your questions? Um, because between this meeting and the next meeting, um, Manijay and Merrick and team will be working on trying to finalize some of the details so that by the time we get two weeks from now, we as a commission do need to approve the budget, this next budget. But just know, I also have my eye on the longer road, right? Always have, which is there's a capacity building on the revenue side that is really important. And we may be limited on how we think about that as a city department or agency, but I think there are other ways to leverage the dollars we have, increase the partnerships, and also think about other funding sources and also support the building of personnel and capacity of the team. I'll pause. Reactions, commissioners, thank you. I, I, I want to say something just to contextual or um, something with what you said before we go to commissioners. And just so you know that there is a there 
I do have a roadmap. I just want to let you know, as far as thinking of staff capacity, I am, uh, you know, we're, we're going through the HR process of hiring an additional person, or I should say just the approval process. I am, I, I at a minimum, I believe our staff should be an office of six at a minimum. So there's, um, ideally, we're going to have two positions that would be working specifically on the rebate program. And that's um, so, you know, I, I have a, a vision and idea for that. And then there's opportunities, you know, especially with um, the mayor enhancement phase or thinking about uh, positions or, or and our role of helping with um, the emphasis on the downtown economic recovery. So there is ideas there. Um, again, part of this conversation, I want you to, you know, again, respond however you want regarding Billy's thoughts, but I also want to make sure we take away is your thoughts on budget priorities. Um, and I want to make sure that we, I can hear from your, um, you about that. Thank you, Manishay. So, yeah, what are your think, what is your thinking around budget priorities? Um, and please opening up for commissioners, raise your hand using the WebEx icon. Um, and also, um, I just want to acknowledge or use your hand. Um, Matt, uh, Commissioner Steiker, I just saw your hand, so maybe you could kick us off. And Zafania, why don't you call on the rest of the folks? Thanks. Um, I'd actually love to give the other commissioners a chance to talk. Mine is less specifically about budget priorities because I know we want to get there, so maybe we should have that discussion first. Mine is less specifically about that and more, Vili, a response to something that you just shared. Um, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun a little earlier, but um, thinking, uh, I think, uh, uh, really, that what you summarize is very, very, very helpful um, to put some perspectives into it and have some history, uh, a little bit more uh, uh, perspectives on the history of all this. Um, in terms of, I, again, I don't know if this is the place where we discuss it at this meeting, but uh, in terms of the need to build capacity and looking at additional revenue sources. Um, I'm just curious, it might be helpful in the next meeting or somewhere in between that we can um, see with all the city's rules and regulations, what is the option in terms of building private public partnerships uh, to support some of our programs. I think like marketing initiatives and whatnot, like um, in some other situations where there's some other city agencies or or I mean, there, I mean, there are often public, public, private partnerships, uh, maybe partnerships with the industry, partnerships with you know different sources. So, so I'm just thinking out loud and wondering um, if we can be informed, um, if we can find information as to what what are the do's and don'ts in in those in 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 pursuing those partnerships as a source of revenue. It's mm -hmm. a good question. So it'd be great to to know because I think in the past, like like the library, you know, the San Francisco Public Library, they have the friends of the library. We used to have, uh, you know, a friends of something structure. Um, you know, I think, you know, if, whether it's that or some other type of partnerships, I think it's good to know what's the legal parameters is so that we can think a little bit more on the, along those lines. Yep. I appreciate those information. Yeah. Absolutely, and. There is definitely interest in reviving the Friends of the Film Commission um, as well, just um, so you know. Anybody else have any thoughts on budget priorities? 
And even if you're unmiking and just like acknowledging, like, okay, thank you. This is good to know. Or like, I still have a question. Like, it's, I think this is definitely getting a nod affirmation for Manije is important. Um, so, yeah, just want to give commissioners a chance again. Even it's like, okay, I get this now. I got this question, or I don't get it. I need to marinate more. Like, please let us know how you're feeling and what you see as priorities. I, I just wanted to say I'm I haven't reviewed a commission budget in probably 20 years since the last time I was on a commission and I um, just want to acknowledge I know that there's a lot of really tough choices that need to be made. I'm grateful, frankly, that the cut is only 5% uh, given what's happening with the economy. So, but I also know that 5% is very painful when we really need to expand and not contract. And so just wanted to acknowledge both you, Vili, uh, and Mani um, for the tough choices that you have to make. No other questions. Uh, I'm not sure I'm seeing anybody else, so I'm going to jump in really quickly. First, first point is really an observation um, that is a digression, and I apologize. I want to come back to the point, but but the one of the goals, um, and I don't know, Manje or or Merrick, if this if you have the ability to influence the way that this is written, but it struck me and and it feels like it is dissonant to how the mayor is probably thinking about this. On the slide that says support homelessness, those words are completely wrong to me. I, I don't understand that at all. And it may be really semantic, but I don't think we wanna support homelessness. I want. I think we wanna support the recovery of the unhoused or some language like that, but we don't wanna support homelessness. So I would say, let's figure out how we resolve that language. That's a that's a digression, and I apologize for that because it's obviously not centered to what this is about, but that just struck me as being really, really bad language given where we are and what we need to do in terms of priorities. Circling back then, um, Vili, I, I thought what you said was really, really well said and really, really well timed as usual. The thing that strikes me is that I recognize and fully acknowledge the difference between public sector and private sector, but in the private sector, there is an, a, 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 um, a, a phrase, an expression that sticks with me always when faced with these kinds of decisions. And the phrase is, you can't cut your way to growth. And it's a really, really important phrase. Really, one of the, one of the points that you made was so interesting and one that the three of us have talked a fair bit about. Filma Saf, the film office, was one of the few revenue-positive departments and agencies of the city. Why we would cut a revenue-positive agency makes zero sense to me. And I understand it's got to be across the board. Like, I understand the, the sort of politics about it, but I also want to fully acknowledge that what we're doing when we do that is we are inhibiting our ability to actually bring business back to the city, to actually drive economic development in the downtown core. We're inhibiting our ability to do that, where cuts in other places may not do that. 
So Merrick, I'm, I'm sort of surprised that you and I haven't met over the years. I was at San Francisco Travel for a number of years, worked really closely with Joe, with Mayor Lee back when he was city administrator, with Todd Rufo in his previous role, et cetera. And one of the things that strikes me, and I recognize that the two industries are very, very different, but there are also a lot of parallels between what we're doing in film and what, what I used to do anyway, and how San Francisco travel currently operates. And I think that was why Mayor Lee brought me on to the commission in the first place because of the parallels. And one of the things that is sort of fascinating is you look back over the history of tourism in the city, as you look back over the history of revenue growth, budget growth of San Francisco travel, you see a direct correlation and in fact, a virtual cycle where as San Francisco travel is granted additional dollars, again, whether back in the day from the city or currently from the TID and from the hotel community, regardless of where that budget comes from, as San Francisco travel grows, so too do the number of visitors, so too does the economy. It is a very, very, it's extremely simple math to be done. And for me, again, I look at the parallels between film and travel and think to myself, if we're at 1.2 million now and we're looking for growth and we're looking to drive some of those um, really important goals that the mayor has, then additional revenue will benefit us to be able to do that. Additional budget, rather, will benefit our ability to do that. I don't know where that comes from. Claudine, I love the idea of public-private. The Friends of the Film Commission, unfortunately, just did not work out the way that it needed to. Um, but I think that there are ways to do that. But I also really feel like we need to look hard at, at our friends at City Hall and figure out how and where can we, can we help them understand that because we're revenue positive, cutting makes no sense at all. Um, That's all. I'd like to have a follow-up, Matt. Um, given your experience directly with SF Travel and some of us understanding that connection and how how the two uh, goes hand in hand uh, yeah, a bit, um, what is your take from your ears from SF Travel? Are some of the possible ways? Maybe it's not this. It's not class categorized as a public-private partnership. But how do you think the two agencies can be more aligned? Um, it's probably Claudine, a, a, a conversation for another time when we, yeah, right, right, right. I'm just throwing out a follow up. Yeah. 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 For sure. I, you know, the, the, the reality of, of San Francisco travel funding going back now, 10, 15 years, I can't remember when the TID was installed 2011, maybe somewhere around there, um, was that there was a recognition that as. Uh, being predominantly funded by the city or by the general fund meant mm -hmm. that every year the budget was variable, that we didn't know what our budget was going to be, and that didn't allow us to plan for the years ahead. So the shift to what's called tourism improvement district funding was really about growth, but it was also about stability, that we needed to have some sense of what next year or two years or three years ahead budget was so that we could plan accordingly, plan whatever our marketing activities were, plan whatever our rebate slash incentive activities were for bringing big conventions in, et cetera. So it was a shift from public funding to predominantly private funding in this case. 
where the, where the city acts as the administrator of an assessment, but the city doesn't have any influence over the amount of that assessment or the fact that it directly travels through the city to San Francisco travel. Merrick, I'm getting that right, right? In a nutshell, yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah. I think there's, there's, there's obviously, I think, a lot of opportunity. I think the one question I, I will pose to the commission is really what role can Film SF play in this, in this recovery? Um, you know, I think that's going to be a, a key factor just in terms of alignment with the mayor's uh, policy priorities. And that can be, again, probably a, a good outlet for a community, but also thinking about it, as folks have mentioned, what are other revenue sources that we could potentially tap into? OEWD as a department, uh, you know, has a, a multitude of sources which which carry a lot of administrative burden. But you know, at the end of the day, the the administrative burden on administering federal grants, state grants, um, developer exactions, you know, if it can bring benefit to the office in terms of administrative capacity, additional operations, then obviously it's it's something that. Again, we can kind of weigh the costs and benefits of doing so, but most of the time, any additional revenue that we could bring on to to support our office uh, is obviously going to be great. Appreciate that. And I just want to clarify just one thing. Oh, sorry, Caroline, just in regards to what Matt here started this conversation, there's no way that this mayor support homelessness to continue. So there was just an error. Um, my apology on it should be reducing homelessness, but it was about support homelessness invest investments and mental health investments. So, so need to clarify that because that, that that's the takeaway. Apologies for that. Thank you, uh, Manager, for that correction and noting uh, Commissioner Steiger's just notes on there. Um, appreciate the conversation so far want to give i think um commissioner tyler you had your hand carolyn yes and then commissioner thank you I, I wanted to go back to what Mani was saying about the need for more staff and as you probably saw in the chronicle today or the news release uh yesterday about how long it takes to hire people um 255 days on average so how <laughs> Do we get around that bureaucratic hurdle if we need people to be in the office uh, as quickly as possible? It just uh, seems like a very Byzantine um, and bureaucratic hurdle to, to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, some of these positions, um, and again, Mary, you can maybe speak to this too. Some of these positions may be exempt who don't have to go through the civil service process. It may, eventually, they, they could turn into a civil service position, but right now they would probably be temp, um, temporary positions that uh, could that would have a faster um, process. And again, faster still meaning. I, I mean, I don't know on average, Merrick, how you feel that um, permanent exempt sort of being able to get approved and go through the process i think it's still a couple months right um and that's kind of what we're navigating really for our far but you know i i have i have total hope and faith that this will work out mm -hmm. and i appreciate the question just want to acknowledge that and i feel like this is part of like our 
commissioner understanding of how all this works, right? So um, I appreciate you thinking about that. We may not be in a position to change the policy, but I think as Manijay is describing, are there some other ways that things could be classified to at least address the short-term need? So the thinking is just spot on and I appreciate that. And just like, I feel like I also don't want this to just be like, Manijay, go figure it out or Merrick, go figure it out, right? Like, I think even just surfacing that these are issues that are part of this complexity okay. of running Film SF. And I want to get to Merrick's point um, in a bit, but I want to give opportunity for every commissioner to just voice how they're doing and what their reactions are. Commissioner Song, I just want to recognize you and um, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, so uh, pardon my lack of eloquence, uh, probably too much espresso. Um, so a few bullet points. One is, you know, f uh, these are just kind of my uh, opinion. Um, one is the Film Commission, Film SF, is an integral part of the media arts uh, community here in San Francisco. We also do give out grants and support filmmakers, so that's important to note. And because of that program, we do attract filmmakers and productions, not just from the big, um, you know, the big studios, uh, but we do attract independent filmmakers that often do eventually become the big filmmakers and they get their start here in San Francisco. So I want to point that out historically. And then the second thing is um, hard to quantify, but Film SF and the commission itself we do play a huge role in the public relations, the image making for the city and county of San Francisco. Uh, anecdotally, I want to share that when we were preparing the annual report, if you Google news alert, um, San Francisco film production, those keywords, unfortunately, a lot of the articles that popped up uh, were around the time of the pandemic, um, where there was a lot of negative attention. There was a lack of law and order because of uh, not the mayor's, uh, uh, because of mayor's leadership, but because of other departments that, uh, uh, anyway, previous administrations really caused a uh, damage to, to the image of San Francisco. Now, um, if you compare to what has happened the last two to three months, um, especially when we were preparing our annual report, the impact of uh, film production in San Francisco, if you Google film production San Francisco now, positive articles about amazing productions, um, TV shows coming to San Francisco or already filmed. And I have to say that if you look at, again, going back to what Commission, Conventional Striker was saying earlier, a Stryker was saying earlier, um, you know, a lot of the tourism is because of uh, what tourists see on the big screen, the silver screen, the small screen. Um, I don't think anyone's coming to San Francisco because they heard a specific legislation being passed or specific um, exhibit. They really do see the reflection of San Francisco on the screen. So we are an integral part of the marketing arm of San Francisco. And lastly, I just want to say that, and it's surprising to me, uh, I'm sorry, two more points. One point is that we, it's my understanding we do get our funding from other commissions. Uh, that has way bigger budget than us. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think we do get part of per perhaps grants from other commissions or departments. Um, I do think we deserve our own much larger budget. And then lastly, um, from outside perspective, San Francisco is not a small town for filmmaking. 
Um, it was recently named by MovieWeb, which is a huge trade publication in, in entertainment industry, as one of the top um, film uh, locations to film because of the benefits we provide. And also, of course, it's gorgeous here. So I just want to provide those data points uh, from kind of in industry perspective. Uh, and then lastly, you know, again, we are a huge marketing public relations arm for the city and county of San Francisco. I will go on mute now. I love all that you said, Jack. Thank you so much. Yes. And and just to clarify again, I think just to some of your points are at, um, so again, our funding solely comes from grants from the arts and our permit fee revenue. So we don't get other funding from other commissions and which again, I'm not sure if that's what you're asking, but I just wanted to clarify your, your few, um, um, so those again are, and then um, general fund gives us money for the rebate program, which isn't necessarily stuck to those cuts that we saw, um, the 5% every year. We do, we, because we have um, about 3 million sitting in there right now, because again, we haven't had a lot of big productions utilize uh, an entire amount. We've had productions, which I'll talk, you know, when we talk about the release of the annual report that have utilized it every year, but they're, um, the refunds haven't been as significant. So again, we get to keep in this pool of money for the rebate every year, it sort of carries forward. Um, so, and that's gen that comes from the general fund, but it again, and is not subject to necessarily those, those cuts. Yes, and apologies, I was addressing more of the grants for the arts. Okay, yeah. Going back on mute. Thank you, Commissioner Song. Amazing points, and definitely, I'm. I'll have. Uh, I do want to um, piggyback on some of the things you said. Um, just want to give Commissioner Delorio a moment. I think is that the final commissioner. Just make a comment. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Billy. Um, it's a lot, lot to take in right now. So I think um, you know. I just I liked everything that everybody had said. Um, I'm just wondering if there's some things that, you know, kind of just thinking in a larger scope, if there's something that we can do, you know, I could put different hats on and, and stuff we could do backdoor to, to change some of these things. I don't know if that's something that we're able to do. In other words, you know, reach out to folks that, that can make some decisions that, you know, maybe we could do, I could set up with Monty and maybe Billy and Matt to talk offline about to, I think we could make kind of some moves outside of the film commission. You know, maybe I put my Teamster hat on or some other connections. I don't know if that's something that we could entertain. Is that even a possibility? Well, I want to first say I want to honor Sunshine and all the you know training that we get. And certainly, as a commission, I am not going to be saying, "Hi, commissioners, let's form a committee and you know go do all this stuff." So. But I do want to acknowledge um, that you, Tony, and every commissioner has um, an affiliation and a network, and this is something we'll talk more later, um, and where you could have influence. Are there supervisors you could talk to? Are there city agencies and influencers? Um, having um, Merrick, I'm putting you on the spot, having more conversations with Merrick um, and just like understanding the underpinnings. So, I think we as commissioners individually with our affiliations wearing whatever hats and understanding that part of the landscape and what influence we could have. Yes, it is good to think about it that way. Um, but just to be clear, I am I as commission president and as a commission 
I do not want to inherently or inadvertently, um, you know, break other other guardrails that we have uh, in light of just sunshine, public disclosure, and just like making sure um, that we're not creating more bureaucracy, but able to move things ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. And, and, but there is right. So, just as far as what we have the ability to do is anything, but as you saw with the budget process, anything that we're trying to ask regarding city funds right now is the time to be creative and explore because once the mayor puts in um, the budget, the, I think June 1st, right? I think there's things that, you know, June 1st, um, proposed, you know, gives a balanced budget to the board of supervisors. Then there's, um, committees and, and, you know, public hearings to talk about those, um, you know, the budget. And then I think there's opportunities there for conversation with board of supervisors. Um, and then the budget. So after August 1st, if we sort of talk about this in September, there's nothing that's going to influence. From the city's perspective, what they can give us more because the budget is already finished. Um, exploring other avenues where you said private partnerships, funding from other, um, you know, um, locations that's that can be had at any time. But any of the conversations where you're saying, like, how can we get more city resources? Now, or now is the time to be creative and explore that, right? Um, and anything you want to add to that, um, as far as your, your experience, that's great. So, yes, Tony, put that smart hat on, think about that. And I know you have to deal with budget on the union side, right? We're all in it together as understanding the nuances of that. So um, thank you for just being transparent and just saying you're processing. Really appreciate that. Um, and definitely appreciate all the commissioners input. Um, I'd love to round out the discussion with just a few more comments, but just want to give space to the commissioners and even the team. If you have any comments on this, I just want to open it up and give you space to add anything. So, so when the board of supervisors is going through um, the budget process, can we go there and plead our case? Yeah. I I think that that. Um, but but Carolyn, I would just say just from my experiences that, um, you know. We'd already have to realistically have had meetings with these supervisors beforehand. It's not going to be, you know, showing up at public comment. To be quite honest, it's not going to go any. I, we we've already, the moves would already have to be made, and that would just kind of be the icing on the cake to show up at, at at the meetings or the hearings. So we'd have to all do that ahead of time. So would it help to go to individual um, supervisors like Aaron Peskin or? to to talk about it i mean that's what yeah I, that's what i was kind of trying to imply earlier glad you reiterated but yeah i think that i just want to make sure that we could do that i think we for sure should use our networking and connections to do so that's right so yeah, and I'll talk more. I'll talk more about that in a minute too, in, in regards to our annual report, because that'll be a perfect entry point to have conversations um, with um, with your your connections, right? Like your city stakeholders, which could be board of supervisors. It could be, you know, other folks. But Merrick, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, no. If I could just sorry to interject, just to, to make a quick point and bring it back to the budget process. Uh, I'd like to really just kind of dumb it down in a way where. The budget is comprised of 3 phases. 1 is the department phase, which we are currently in, uh, and we will be submitting uh, our department budget 
uh, on February 21st, and that that is to meet the the mayor's budget instructions. After February 21st, up until the end of May, is the mayor phase. At that point, the mayor can increase, obviously, accept department recommendations, and ultimately, at the end of the day, um, produce a balanced budget. In the third phase, when we go to the board, uh, the board is already dealing with a balanced budget. What will happen during those hearings is the budget and legis legislative analyst uh, will do a review with departments in terms of what reductions to additionally make to their general fund. Once we go through the hearings and those uh, recommendations are either accepted uh, or not accepted, uh, the aggregate amount of those reductions, which I'll just say can be 30 million, ultimately then the board has what's called the add back process where they can reallocate that 30 million according to their own policy priorities. So again, I, I kind of do this from the aspect of, you know, in terms of, you know, I, I think everybody's intent here is where is there an opportunity to increase our budget? Um, obviously, I think a, a great opportunity uh, lies within the mayor phase and that, that's where the most flexibility is. Uh, there is an op opportunity in the board phase, however, obviously they're constrained with respect to what they have to deal with in terms of the allocation of additional resources. So just to kind of give a little bit of the global perspective in terms of where, you know, folks can potentially, um, you know, integrate themselves in the process. That's really helpful, Merrick. Thank you. Um, sure. So, hi, um, Merrick. Uh, thank, thank you. Um, so since. Uh, tell me further understand since our budget is part of OEWD budget, um, does it mean that because we I guess for many other independent more independent agencies and departments with their own budget, uh, then they go they they can they can they can plan and they can they can go and approach uh, policy makers um, as independently separately whatnot. But since our budget is part of uh, the overall OEWD budget, does it mean that uh, we have to work with and through uh, OEWD in this kind of communications and or are we, uh, is this uh, commission uh, free to do our own asking and, and sharing of, uh, and efficacy? Let's just use that word. Um, I, I would say yes. Uh, to to all outlets, but uh, I think as, as President uh, President Mang noted, just be I think conscious of sunshine and, and yeah, yeah, right, and right. Sorts. But but I think advocacy is always a big part of the budget, uh, especially during the mayor phase. Uh, so that's obviously going to be an opportunity there, and, and again the board phase. Um, so um, in terms of like OEWD as it relates to film, I think. There's what I would view as a joint partnership, just because of the fact that you have obviously yourselves as commissioners that uh, should be integrated into the process and ultimately advised upon uh, through Director Fata in terms of the development of the budget as well as just kind of uh, obviously the implementation of the budget. So, you know, this isn't an OEWD, I would say, decision that rolls up to Executive Director Sophis, but really more of a joint partnership where we have to, you know, it's just the same thing we have to deal with the um, Office of Small Business where there's a commission uh, that really oversees this body as well. So 
just kind of respecting that process and ultimately ensuring that we, uh, I would say, solicit uh, community input, both from commissioners as well as members of the public. Thank you so much. Um, Merrick, that was a beautiful um, summary of the phases. So. Um, I, I never want to dumb down, but you simplified and summarized. And actually, that was like the first time that became clear. So really appreciate you simplifying that. Can you just repeat the dates of the mayor phase? It sounded like after submission is February 21st. And I know there was that line before, um, but just in light of the phases you just said, what is the end of the mayor phase? So February 21st until... Until the end of May, so the the mayor will be producing her budget um, typically um, last day of May, uh, and then June first uh, becomes the board phase. So uh, typically, she'll release the budget uh, around that day. Okay, so that gives us some timing parameters, commissioners, and I I really like I am so excited about this discussion. I just have to say, I know again this is the first time we're really looking at this as a commission and just hearing where everybody is and just your thoughts has been really motivating for me. And just having Merrick, you here, this has been both educational and just like wonderful to just also feel your support. Um, no pressure, but Ish and Zafania, this also affects you. I just wanna give you some space. Is there anything that you have a question about or anything like that? And no, no pressure. You could just like, no pressure, nothing. You don't have to say anything, but just wanna give you some space. Uh, I just, I want to say that, like, for me, it's informative, it's educational, um, it's a transparency that hasn't been there before that I absolutely appreciate and value, um, sort of connecting the nuts and bolts of things uh, in this office that aren't clear on a day-to-day, -day. Um, understanding that there's some work ahead. Um, to sort of uplift and grow this office. And, you know, I think that um, certainly working towards that end goal um, and, and finding ways that as staff um, sort of, you know, wearing a hat in that arena, like what we can do internally as well to push that forward um, and move a needle to grow our office because absolutely I'm understanding all points that were shared. Um, and I really appreciate all of you stating what you've stated so openly, uh, publicly. And um, I know that we're meeting once a month, so it's nice to sort of understand and get this feedback um, from everybody around this. And so thank you for the clarity and thank you for being part of this team. And thank you for your advocacy and your questions and your curiosity. And I just, yeah, I appreciate all of you. So thank you. Thank you. Just taking a moment. Good. I see a nod from Ish. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, awesome. So let me just maybe round out and maybe also in um, in light of what you brought up, Merrick. Um, and I'm going to put my banker hat. So I have been a commercial investment banker. I understand numbers. I understand budget. Also being a manager and founder and CEO of Baycat for over 18 years and managing a budget and understanding all the nuances. Um, I love what you said, Matt. Um, you can't cut your way to growth. Yeah. What I learned, it takes money to make money. If we, and your question, Merrick, how does Film SF make an impact on economic recovery? I want to just name 
what um, J Jack, uh, Commissioner Song said. Um, I think, you know, data and that like lack of data and a perception issue of us spending money and not generating more is a data kind of like do people and does the mayor and does like the supervisors, do they truly understand the impact and what um, Matt was alerting to? Is there the data out there of how tourism truly is part of economic recovery? To answer the question, you need the baseline, right? And we have always struggled, we at a, at a, as this commission, and I have been here long enough through three mayors, we've always said we don't know how to measure it and we don't have the capacity to do that. I know in the latest annual report, as an example, for every dollar spent in production, right, it's like multiplied by three. Hotel, catering, small businesses benefit, talent is hired, but there's no way for us to actually quantify that. So to actually answer the question of what the impact is of what we do, we could only surmise and guess. And when it comes to numbers, I know the banker in me says, eh, you can't just wave your hand, right? But we can try to project. And this is where um, if you also have capacity or your office coming up with some type of financial format that shows what the um, you know, multiplication effect, what is the ripple effect and what's our best guess? I have never seen a worksheet that actually quantifies that. And I would include, not only does that include the spending, I also want to tie a bow on what, on what Jack said, the PR side, right? Positive impact creates greater um, economic recovery as well. How do we quantify that? And even more, you said, it's not about the big films. Yes, that comes in, it gives us money. There are other, uh, other worries about that, other operational costs and challenges around that. What Jack Song and our commissioners have done to bring independent filmmaking here that is one of our strengths. This is one of our San Francisco strengths. We just had all these festivals show up at Sundance and an oversubscription of people showing up in line, right? When an independent filmmaker makes a film here and does the rebate program, everybody, a dollar spent, green is green. That dollar is just as good as the matrix. And if we are able to then target, so I love what Claudine said, what is the optimal amount of people that we should have on the team to help support the optimal number of productions, right? The banker in me says, what does economic recovery look like? What is the target number that we could actually go for? And how many people will it take in the operations to make that happen? That is basic math, right? We know what this team can generate as far as number of permits, the number of productions. We keep track of those numbers. SAG-AFTRA is here. I mean, we have so many partnerships that they can attest to how many people get employed. And just most recently, I know we are doing a production and Baycat does, this is my other hat. Every single year we employ 50 to 75 San Francisco residents, right? Who are people of color in this field. How do you quantify that as economic recovery? So I just want to say, this is where I know as banker, I would love to see this data. I would like to set these targets so that also the city is clear about what is realistic that we can do with the capacity that we have or the capacity that we could grow in. Um, and that's like, you know, financial planning and strategic planning around finances. I would love 
your support, if that makes any sense, right? Like, I don't know what that is. And I certainly don't have the bandwidth to like know how to put that together myself. Um, and even as a commission, I'm asking, right? Does anybody else have that bandwidth or ability? And maybe Merrick with you and your team, we could help model a projection because I think it's, it's helpful if we're talking about numbers to at least, you know, project um, thoughtfully, intelligently based on data that we know, even though we don't have actual data. Yeah. So I think it ties a bow around everything that people are saying and we know, and instead of just like doing this and waving hands, maybe even starting with a baseline that we could build from would make a huge difference. So I just want to offer that. Um, and just any final commissioner comments on this before we open it up to the public and just again, acknowledging um, we have some guests here. Thank you so much uh, attendees for being here. Um, and just like you are also part of the fabric of our film community. Um, so I definitely want to give you an opportunity. Thank you for all the ways that you are part of our economic recovery already. Um, commissioners, any final thoughts on this before we open it up to public? I'm just wondering when we have that data and it's put together, where and how do we present that to the mayor or the supervisors or decision makers to try to have an impact? Maybe I'm naive and don't quite understand how that works, but when I covered City Hall for several years, I would see people coming forward and presenting their cases, and sometimes it made a difference in the allocations they received. Thank you, Commissioner. Yeah, I don't like, I think the first place is, is it possible to build a model and get some support in doing that? And I guess I don't mean to put you on the spot, Merrick. I'm just meeting you officially. But like, has that been done before in other departments? Is that helpful? Yeah, my, I mean, I was actually going to suggest, I, I believe it may have been done through the controller's office, through their office of economic analysis. They do kind of these big picture, you know, something where you can't necessarily directly quantitatively assess the impact. But to your point is, is really trying to gauge, like if you have a production that comes to San Francisco, what effect do they have on the overall economy? based on what they've spent in terms of food and hotel and, and any other spending that happens. Obviously, it's hard to get a, you know, to directly quantify that, but you can, I think, make some educated approaches based on your model in terms of what benefit comes about. So I think it, it would be a good opportunity to see, um, I know Ted Egan has done a lot of uh, these kind of analysis just for the city overall. So it could be something to really, um, hopefully um, kind of reach out to the office to see if they can do kind of, you know, that analysis. Sorry, looking for unmute. I see your hand. Okay. Thank, and uh, Carolyn, I think first we start with the model and then I think we could show it. Um, it's, it's not like if we are presenting this one-on-one um, -on -one meetings with supervisors or whomever, I think it's okay to show. I think we'll make a decision whether it is something we'll publicly show, right? Um, but I think having something to work from that we're all speaking the same language would certainly help that's translated to numbers, so. Yeah, 
Um, and just so you know, there was, um, I mean, there is uh, reports out there. I mean, you will, um, as you will read in our annual report and that Matt helped find um, some data too, um, which, you know, for the Motion Picture Association. So just, you know, in a production films and they spend approximately 250,000 that they're injecting into the local economy. So there is, you know, there's a lot of sources and, and data out there that sort of can do what that looks like, but sort of that's a, a number that people use. So like if a big production's in town, that's about how much that they're injecting into the city per day um, where they're shooting. Uh, so 50,000, yes. 250,000. Um, and that's in our, we've noted that and our quoted that in our annual report, but the California Film Commission does a report every year on its um, tax credit program, which will also talk, you know, it breaks down sort of the economic impact of a what production in whatever city and, and what the, you know, again, the multiplier for our projects that we rebate because we can get those, um, their local expenditures. So for every dollar we rebate, they're spending approximately 13 to $14. Um, and I just say approximate because I, I actually, I think it's 13.64 currently is the data on all the productions that we've rebated. They're spending 13.64 locally in San Francisco and that's it's just San Francisco expenditures. Um, um, so for every dollar rebate, they're spending $13 in San Francisco. So can give you some numbers, but we have some of this data, but again, we've we've tried to capture it and we capture it in our annual report and share that information. And I think that's important, sort of these sound bites and um, talking points that you can use to talk about um, the contributions of, of the industry um, to our economy, right? Thank you. Um, Commissioner Chang? Um, I am thinking um, about uh, as as uh, thank you, Merrick, for the. I think the controllers obviously would have should have, or we can request in the future if it hasn't been some analysis of that. But I was also thinking, um, before Manishi, your 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 time here. I um I did mention to our former um, director that executive director that maybe um uh, re relative to our annual report because I think you. We do permits, and then we also work in with other agencies in the city. Um, you know, SF Muni, the SFPD. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe sometimes even TPW. So I think all that is, you know, I think don't doesn't the, the the some of the fees and whatnot? Don't they get some of the fees from the productions? Don't they charge, or don't don't we contribute to that? So I think aside from the marketing and public relations in the bigger picture of things and thing in the area of job creation or, or as or, or supporting even in any whatever minimal way than you know other agencies within the city family i think there is also some impact there and i i assume that there might be numbers uh that we can get from whether from those other agencies as to what what are the hours and what are the labor that is involving you know film production. Do you think that is uh, some, something to look at? Yeah, I mean, we have the data of what um, production spend on SFPD. We can get that from SFMTA. We would have to look at what other city departments, but absolutely. I mean, that's. Um, we have a lot of that in the upcoming annual report. Oh, that's great. Yes, I remember seeing that. So 
I think you could see the puzzle pieces are like, these are all important data points and hopefully this discussion shed some light on that. Um, and Merrick, again, thank you for all your comments on um, just like filling in the blanks and giving the overview and also just the suggestion. Um, and we could talk offline about like, is there a way to model this and us working with the controller's office? I'd love to follow up with you on that. Um, final commissioner comments on this item. Thank you for the robust conversation. Then I'd like to move this on for public comment. Um, public members, thank you for being here today. Again, you're an integral part of our film community. So thank you for being here. Um, if you do wish to make a comment on this item, please dial star three um, if you haven't done so already, or you could raise your hand using the WebEx icon and Zafania will call on you. Thank you, Billy. Just waiting a beat here to see. It doesn't appear to be public comment. Okay, thank you so much. So public comment on this item is closed and we'll wrap up this item. Uh, again, this was a discussion today, a reminder that we'll be revisiting this at our meeting on February 13th, and we will be calling for action then. Zafania, would you call item number five, please? Yes, thank you, Billy. Item five would be uh, we're going to move on to AB361 legislation re resolution. Thank you. And I know we have guests who are officially coming here. Merrick, again, thank you for your support. If you do need to go offline at this point, um, since the item is um, finished, thank you again for all your support. So just want to say that. Um, okay. Uh, AB I just want to make a comment. I know some people have wanted to make public comment on this item. I think there's there was some issue with un, un miking so or okay. with the process. So we may get public comment later around this once if it's worked out. I just want to acknowledge that. Okay, appreciate that. Thank you, public members, uh, to work through the technology. We'd love to hear from you um, at another item. Um, and there is room for general public comment at the end, and that might be a good place. Um, for you to make comment uh, coming back to this item. Okay, uh, AB361 legislation. Um, this is something we have done uh, every meeting. Um, so would like a motion to approve the resolution um, for us meeting uh, offline through WebEx. Thank you. I see Commissioner Rosenthal and Commissioner Steiker. We'll do a first and a second based on that. Any commissioner comment? Please unmic or press your WebEx hand. And Zofania will call on you. There is no comment. Thank you. Any public comment on this item, the legislation item? Um, members of the public, dial star three or raise your WebEx icon hand, and Zofania will call on you. I don't see public comment. Thank you so much. So public comment on this item is closed. Let's call for a vote. So all in favor in voting yay on this legislation, please raise your hand or your WebEx hand. And Zephania will um, tally. Yes, thank you. See all except Commissioner Song. 
Commissioner Song, are you raising your hand or? Apologize, no. Okay, are you abstaining? Or you're, oh, are you oh, voting? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Are you voting? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's unanimous. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, so the, uh, it is a unanimous uh, yay for this item. Thank you so much. Moving on to the next item six, Stefania. Item six would be the approval of the minutes. Thank you so much. So uh, you did have in your folder and it is accessible to the public, the minutes for the December 12th, 2022 meeting. Um, hopefully you have taken a look in advance. Looking for a motion to approve the meeting minutes. Um, so please raise your hand or the WebEx hand. My screen just went off. So sorry, I might have a delay. I do see Commissioner Chang. Thank you for the motion. Commissioner Delorio for the second. Thank you. Any commissioner comment on the minutes from December? Yes, Commissioner Rosenthal. I was excused, so I will be abstaining from the vote. Thank you so much. Any other commissioner comment on the minutes? I don't see further comment. Okay, thank you. Um, asking for public comment, again, public members, you could dial star three or raise your hand using the WebEx app. I'm not seeing public comment. Okay, thank you. Public comment is closed on the minutes item. So all in favor of approving the December minutes, please raise your hand or your WebEx icon hand and hold it while Zafania takes a tally. I see all and I know Commissioner Rosenthal is abstaining, so. Yes, thank you. So the thank minutes pass. Unanimously with Commissioner Rosenthal abstaining. Okay, beautiful. Let us move on to item number seven, Zephania. Item number seven would be our Film SF staff report. Thank you. Passing the baton to Mani J. Are you starting us up? Uh, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, hi, everyone. Well, thank you for your, I, this has been a very exciting commission meeting and, and I want to acknowledge that we've been on for an hour and a half. So I'm going to talk a little quickly um, and appreciate your patience. And if we go over, we go over because this is all exciting stuff. Um, and we've had, um, yeah, a busy season. So I just want to say that we're near um, done with the annual report. It is um, in a draft phase with right now making comments and changes and moving things around, but um, it's um, been such a labor for an, uh, for me and I want to acknowledge um, Jack, Commissioner Song and Commissioner Steiker for being partners on this annual report. They have been invaluable with adding content and and um, quotes and material for this report. And we've been working on it since, I wanna say November, has it been November or early December, but it's been a while. And so, and a and tight timeline to try to release it around Sundance. And, and we actually had conversations that it'll be better to sort of stand on its own because I will speak about Sundance in a minute. And um, 
uh, that we should just, it'll be released in probably another week or two, but I wanted to share um, and ask Matt and Jack if they wanted to add anything after this about some um, highlights, but I just wanted to share a couple slides so you um, can kind of see some of the work that we've done. And again, this annual report is looking at our last fiscal year. So from um, July 1, 2021 to June 30th, 2022. So um, Ish, if you can, please share um, the slide, that would be great. So just to, you know, again, one of the things to sort of show how uh, projections are where we've at with um, some of our film stats in this year. Um, so the total productions that we've worked with, again, last, the previous fiscal year was 265. We've, it's going up to 343, which is great news. And so the number of shoot days that we've seen, um, again, previous fiscal year was 658. What we're seeing now is 795. And again, we're, it's been increasing. So even where we're at now, which sorry, I don't have the exact numbers, even just our midpoint, we um, things are, are on the rise, which is great. Um, and we talk about our sort of economic impact. These just give you the numbers of like um, crew hires, hotel nights, and then we've got some data from SAG-AFTRA. So you can see from um, that the numbers are increasing, right? So the crew hires that were in the previous fiscal year, which sorry, I can't, I'm like looking at this slide and seeing the numbers, but it's it's nearly doubled, right? Hotel nights have completely increased. And give, this gives you just an estimate because it could be some underreporting, right? Where we're, we are not able to capture everything, but this just gives you an idea of what we hear from productions and the number of hotel nights, but how significant it is. And also to see our union hires, right, with um, SAG-AFTRA. Those numbers are really incredible. Um, next slide. Um, so just again, a, a fun page I wanted to share with you what people are saying about San Francisco. And Jack had this really incredible idea that you'll see this peppered throughout the report, but is getting, um, seeing what the local press is around productions. And so, um, he added these in the report and there will be hyperlinks. And so you can see what um, is being said about production and filming in San Francisco. And um, this is a quote from, um, I wanted to share from a unit production manager, Kathleen Courtney, who's been a veteran in the industry and has worked on two productions this past year in San Francisco. And um, I'll just share it. My most recent experience on the San Francisco unit um, as production manager on This Is Us. And the, um, and so it's, This Is Us is an, um, uh, a series that just closed and shot their final uh, season, a couple episodes in San Francisco and the Apple series surface. Um, reminded me of why I moved here uh, from Los Angeles 10 years ago. It's all about the hundreds of local talent and crew who work every day to ensure that visiting productions are able to realize their vision. The crew know how to shop local equipment and supplies, navigate the physical challenges of San Francisco's hills, and work tirelessly to leave a neighborhood feeling proud of its provenance. I'll never leave. Um, and so you really hear throughout this report um, all the incredible impact that this industry has in San Francisco and, um, and it's an economy and uh, how we support local productions and the local uh, filmmaking community as well. So just wanted to um, share that that again will be released in about probably thinking two weeks. An important piece when you get this report, because I'll send it to an email, is I'd love for you to think about what we've done last year is who you can share this with, right? So send it to people. 
Um, you have all this incredible material from you that you can pull to use as talking points. You can share and sort of, again, be the champions that you are and ambassadors to um, the city around the important work that we're doing. I would love for you to share that. As well as what I, and what will to come is this will be a perfect entry point to have a conversations with board of supervisors. So I would love in, in, um, in partnership with all of you is to go around and talk to the BO, the BO, you know, board of supervisors around our annual report to really, again, highlight the work that we're doing, its impact on the industry and the community and our city's economy. So what will to come is I'd love to find out who do you have relationships with so that I can, when I do have these conversations, that I'd love for you to be a part of them where either you spearhead this conversation um, and or I do, but I, I would, that is something I want to do in the next month. I think this will be perfect timing as all this conversation we've already had around the budget. This will be really good to just be an entry point to sort of highlight again, what we're doing in the city. Um, again, just huge gratitude um, to Matt and Jack for being partners and also Billy, as you'll see eventually, you know, we have a wonderful partnership letter that we wrote at the end of um, the work that the commission and our office do together. So um, it will, these are just little pieces I wanted to share because we're still working on it, but I felt like it was important to let you know that what we've been doing really hard for the past um, couple months. Um, so next, and want to talk about Ish, can you, yeah. So I want to talk to you about Sundance. So I just got back um, and so it was my first time. I can't believe it was my first time going to Sundance that I had a lot of, um, it was just an incredible opportunity. This was such a new year where we had so many Bay Area um, films and representation there, which was, and you heard a lot of people talking about that, uh, which is really exciting. And um, something that we did that was really unique this year is we had an inaugural San Francisco sort of event. All of these organizations that come normally to Sundance um, have their own generally kind of respective um, gatherings and, and networking opportunities and parties. And all of these organizations came together to put resources to really spotlight and highlight and amplify San Francisco. So um, independent television service, Frameline, Center for Asian American Media, Bayvac Media, um, Jewish Film Institute, SF Film. I want to give a huge thank you to IATSE Local 16 and Teamsters 665, Tony Delorio, for also helping sponsor the event and make it possible for this to happen. And um, it was on like the opening weekend of Sundance. So it was um, incredibly attended. We had a long line outside um, uh, over, I would probably think two to 250 people ended up showing up throughout the night. It was a four hour event. Um, each of us spoke and I, um, and I sort of kicked it off, but speaking about the resources and services and support we have in San Francisco to, again, attract production, speaking to the rebate, because that's, again, my intention of going there is is definitely to help, you know, um, bring attention to the local films that are coming out of Sundance, but really also attracting productions to San Francisco and letting them know about our rebate and the support that we have and the infrastructure and the crew that we have to make, uh, you know, their stories possible. So there were a lot of incredible opportunities throughout. I mean, I was there for like about two and a half, three full days, but there was a lot of conversations, a lot of networking, a lot of other events that I was going to and panels to really meet people. Um, 
and um, like again, Fairyland shot in San Francisco had its premiere. Um, Earth Mama um, also shot in Treasure Island and East Bay Story that got the California State Tax Credit, which was really amazing for an independent film. Um, Shortcomings, Randall Park, who's also very favorite of San Francisco with Ali um, Ali Wong's film Always Be My Baby. Um, Fremont shot in San Francisco as well and um, produced by a local team from San Francisco and the Bay Area. So those are some of the pieces and also the organizations um, that were partnering on this event, Spotlight in San Francisco, funded a lot of films that also had its premiere and documentaries, important stories, um, either set in San Francisco or Bay Area, but organizations that are anchored here that were supporting films on a, on a national level. Um, so it was really remarkable. It's inaugural, um, more to come on that. Also want to, and, um, want to say a huge gratitude. Jack, you're just a superstar here. Lots of shout outs to you. Um, Commissioner Song, who really was also a partner with me on this and did all of the helping this team with us, thinking about its publicity, the press release, getting media attention on this, the amplification on social media. Um, just, I, you know, again, I don't know, Jack, you want to speak to anything about that as well. Um, and Matt, previously on annual report, anything that you wanted to share, but just super grateful. And then maybe we can pause there and then I'll have Zofania, um She can talk about March, but anything that you wanted to say on that or Matt, those things. Um, I, I actually just had a question, Jack, for you. Um, did we do, as, as Monty was running through all the films that have a Bay Area connection, did we do a press release about that? And have we been able to get some pickup of that? Uh, we. Yeah, thanks to um, Gloria over at OEWD, we did do a joint press release. So we did share with the press. Um, I, I think the learning, no, we did not get enough pickup this time around. And the good learning was that uh, that week is so busy. There was yeah. uh, also Oscar uh, nomination and we were going to get some pickup. Unfortunately, the tragedies that happened over the weekend, we got completely bumped. But that um, for next year, we're going to start the publicity even earlier. Great. Um, and then just to keep in mind, this was like first time all the media organizations joined to to go to Sundance, which is really a key festival that kicks off um, the entire film festival calendar. So it was really strategic for us to participate and lead that. That's so, great. My thirty seconds. Is there a way then for commissioners to share that story in some form yes, via our own social? Yes, I will. Um, I will share the link with um, Monajay and Zafania um, after the call. So yes, please. Great, great. Yeah. But just sure so you can look right now, Matt. Well. Yeah, I was going to say if you go on our website under it the news there. section, it is right. there. The press release. Perfect. That you can Thank share. You. And if you look at, because um, I, Stefania, I think, believe posted also on our socials um, that you can see it there. And if you want to take Great. it from Facebook or Instagram. Great. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Okay. Stefania, you're, you're up. Okay. She's now seeing a lost. <laughs> Um, so, sorry for the distraction. Um, I just wanted to quickly um, follow up and we certainly will have more opportunity 
uh, for questions after this meeting, you are welcome to email me, but I wanted to highlight that come March, our commission will be returning to in-person commission meetings. And it's not just our commission, it's all commissions. The mayor has pulled the trigger and that is happening. Um, so I will be sending some follow-up material um, and we'll check in with you all individually regarding sort of your awareness around in-person um, mechanics of it and, and understanding who feels like they need to revisit that, who's never done that, uh, so on and so forth. But um, I did send forward the memorandum that went and was circulated to all policy bodies and all commissions. Um, so I would ask that you have a scan, read, read it. Um, if you have anything that seems unclear, I'm certainly happy to sort of detail and outline what I understand. And I know there are subsequent meetings for commission secretaries around this. Lots of questions, lots of um, items that were brought to this previous meeting that there should be some follow up, which I don't currently have. But all that to say is that we will be back in person for our March commission meeting. And those meetings again, fourth Monday of the month, 2 p.m. Um, room 416. But again, I will follow up in email form and you are welcome to reach me here in the office if there is an urgency. So I will pause there because I know we are running close to time. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Manije, Zafania, and Ish. Thank you so much for all the work that you're doing behind the scenes. Very exciting news about March. Um, I do want to open it up for commissioner comment and just like amplify the shout outs, um, Matt and, and Jack, the, the annual report, I had the preview and got to add the letter. It is so beautiful. Just all the thought process, the quotes, um, all of it. So thank you. Thank you so much for your efforts. Um, and I know, um, there might be some festival representation here. I see Bayback in the house. Um, just want to really amplify all the festivals and participation for the Sundance gathering. Um, Commissioner Delorio, Tony, thank you for contributing. Um, Jack, for all the PR and press and even the tagline, like all this thought about how to be presenting. Um, there was so much work, the step or repeat, like there was so much. I was on all those strands. Um, and Manije for, I know this is all in partnership, but you're still holding a lot of this. So I just wanna really acknowledge all the juggling and traveling there. So I appreciate that. Um, and, and lastly, just on that, I just also want to say um, the partnership side, appreciate um, Gloria Chan, the press office, like this truly is the partnership. And this is also part of the film festival media arts groups collaborating. So this was one of the things that came out of as a priority from those meetings that we started announcing at the end of the year. So we can't wait to see what we will continue to do as we move forward with this beautiful collaboration and Phil Festival group that still kind of needs a name. Anyway, uh, commissioners, any comments on the team report? Please raise your hand. Doesn't appear to be any comment. Thank you and opening up for public comment. Um, attendees, thank you so much for being here. Any public comment on this dial star three or raise your WebEx hand. 
seeing public comment. Okay, thank you so much. So public comment on this item is closed and let us move on to the next item eight. Item eight would be the president's report. Okay, well, I understand we do have, we'll, we'll truncate this a little bit just to try to honor time. Um, but importantly, we have a commissioner in the making. Franco Finn will be joining us hopefully at the next commission meeting. Uh, you might know him as the person who creates the hype and vibe vibe for warriors, the hype and vibe for warriors. Um, he's been doing that for um, two decades. Um, he's also a TV personality and much, much more. Um, he is going through all the training, et cetera. So hopefully we could get to see him in our next commission meeting um, soon. So um, be ready to welcome him. Um, okay, as far as uh, I wanted to take this opportunity being the start of the calendar year to also set some expectations with y'all and just to continue to explore what your role is as commissioners and give you more food for thought to think about that. Um, as we just talked about, we know how important our work is to the vitality of the culture of San Francisco, as well as economic recovery. And so we each have a responsibility to like lead, engage, collaborate, um, and support, not just the film team, but just this effort. Um, so we, as um, stakeholders in this work, um, it's important to keep connecting. So um, yes, uh, let's, um, Ish, I think you just were showing some of the priorities. So I just wanna do very quickly to remind us of some of the priorities um, that we have as an agency, as Film SF, um, part of our strategic plans and what we see as our key priorities this year. Um, and so, A, I just want to take a look at the priorities and then just talk about your roles really quickly. Um, so, as we think about the priorities, as I read them off, think about what your own strengths are, think about your networks, and um, lean into those. And to the extent you see something that you're still unsure of, um, take the time to just like jot a note and it's okay to be totally curious about learning more about any of these priorities, okay? So as we look, key priorities include create opportunities for diverse San Franciscans to get their stories told and gain access into film and media industry. So folks who are similar to me who have been working and creating pathways, entry points so that there's accessibility to being in the film and media industry to keep hearing stories untold. That is definitely part of it. And what is it that we could do to keep creating opportunities, right, for filmmaking to be happening here? So all the interconnective tissue, all these organizations who support funding and all these parts of it is part of creating and amplifying those opportunities. The second one is attracting productions to shoot here and ensure they have access to a soundstage. As you know, having a sound stage in home helps to create more stability and sustainability for people to know, yes, here are the resources we have, the space that we could do more filming. But for that, we also have a beautiful city. Um, so the first part of that, of attracting productions to shoot here, it's not just predicated on a soundstage, but importantly, in the long haul, we know we need to create more space and resources that way. So. Um, Number three, partner with SF Film and media industry to support the city's economic recovery. Enough said on that. You just saw a great example of how when the collaboration comes together, we could really showcase San Francisco and bring more energy and incitement and hopefully business. 
strengthen relationships with neighborhood and merchant associations. associations. <clears throat> Always an important part of our roles and priorities is making connections with neighborhood associations, residents even, um, part of what Jack said, does, does filmmaking have a positive PR or negative? So every exposure and things, awareness that we could give to other people and, and, and uh, neighborhood associations, working with the local merchants so that we're also allowing them to benefit from productions coming here and understanding opportunities of how we have the vendor referral program and all those kinds of things. Um, that's important. Last but not least, growing our brand that amplifies our vision. So obviously Matt Steiker and J Jack Song have taken a lot of energy in thinking about our brand and amplifying. There more, there's more work to do there. So thank you for showing these priorities. Um, as I was reading them off, I hope you're thinking about, ooh, that sounds cool. Ooh, I love to do this, right? Like what are your strengths? What are your networks? Um, and maybe we could uh, provide the slide after the meeting so that the commissioners can think about these priorities. Um, and I think between this meeting and our next meeting, and also in the interest of time, um, it would be wonderful. We would love for you to really think about how would you like to participate? And again, I wanna accent, you don't need to be the expert individually on any of these things, but I know if we keep working together and in partnership with Manijay, and with the team, we're gonna be able to set some goals and then make some priorities actually happen. How that, how that translates into very, very like real things, to the to-dos include, um, if you marked any place that you're curious about, do some of your own research and go online and educate yourself on parts of the filmmaking landscape if you're not familiar with it. As we talk about this and you're like, ooh, I could tap into, I know so-and-so who's a big filmmaking fan. They don't need to be an investor yet. They don't need to like actually be in the industry, but who are our film fans and allies? Start making a list. Cause every time the film team and we have an event, it's great to have a list ready and ultimately it'd be great to populate that and give those resources uh, and names to the film office. Because these are people we wanna start getting closer and inviting to our fold. Um, as already Manager uh, talked about, the annual report is gonna be a great door opener. Share that with people, do one-on-one -on -one coffees with folks and talk to them about that. You could share your both concerns and questions and see what the other people know. So meeting with influencers, of course, film fans, um, anybody in the film industry, but also people who are not, merchant association, neighborhood people, these are all things that we could do to get the word out, but also to like have educational listening sessions, conversations. They could be one-on-one. -on -one. They could also be things that you do if you're part of affiliation or group already. Maybe make a presentation at your company or whatever that looks like, right? Just bring it up as something that you're proud to be working on and that we need the support of everybody. Um, I'll stop there for now. There are many, many other ways that you could support. And so I want you to just like, hopefully that inspires you to think about where am I really strong and passionate? What does my network look like? And what is it as I read the priorities I'm curious about or that I could set a goal for? In our next meeting, we'd love for you to come back and share with us and we will call on every commissioner to say, hey, I'm very passionate about XYZ. 
again, understanding sunshine, um, wanting to just like help to bring the collective energy, but also not then have to create committees at this point. If we think it's important enough to do that, we will. Um, but please like bring your main priorities that you're passionate to work on at our February 13th meeting. And how is it that we could continue to partner with Manijay to help build capacity for Manijay and the team? So I'll pause there, ask for any commissioner comments on this, and we'll go from there. So commissioner comment, you could raise your WebEx hand or raise your hand and Zafania will call on you. Don't see commissioner comment. Thank you. Um, I will open this up for public comment. Again, you could dial star three or raise your WebEx hand. I'm not seeing public comment. Okay, thank you. Public comment on this item is closed. Let's move on to item number nine. Item number nine would be announcements and resource sharing. Thank you so much. So this is an opportunity, commissioners, if you have any out announcements or resources that you want to share, I'm opening it up for commissioner comment. Please raise your hand or WebEx hand. I don't see commissioner comment. Okay, thank you. I will just add a brief one. We had a wonderful internship showcase um, that was with our friends at Bloomberg headquarters. Um, where Baycat was able to graduate uh, 10 new filmmakers and bringing them into the world. And they were able to show off their work with a music video honoring a black owned business, which was the Bayview Opera House, as well as creating other works for the Warriors and Blue Shield. It was a beautiful event. Just want to thank the partnerships and the work at Baycat. Um, wonderful. If there's no commissioner comment, I'm going to open this up for public comment. Um, please raise your hand or dial star three. I guess I'll add something during this public comment really quick. So we have um, just a reminder, we've got some film festivals coming up and SF Indie Film Fest will be launching um, starting February 2nd. And you can look at their website, sfindie.com. But again, I want to have us support our local festivals, support our local industry and theaters. So um, I, I hope we can, I know I will um, check out their program and attend one or a few of their films. So I really wanna encourage each of you to support our local festivals, get in person to see some films. So we'd love to hear what you watch next time. Thank you, Anijay. Any other public comments? No public comment. Thank you so much. Okay, then um, moving this item is closed for public comment and then moving on to the next item, uh, item 10. Item 10 would be general public comment. Okay, so this is a, a area for just general comment. Um, I know there might've been some people who didn't get to um, comment on the budget item. So any general comment, but first we'll open for commissioner comment on this item. I don't see commissioner comment. Okay, thank you. So any public comment on this item, please dial star three or raise your hand on the WebEx app. Waiting a beat. Uh, 
I don't see public comment. Thank you so much. So public comment on this item is closed. Let's move on to the last item, number 11. Item 11 would be adjournment. Thank you so much for a wonderful meeting and discussion today. So opening up for a motion to adjourn this meeting. Please raise your hands if Fania will call on you. I see simultaneously Commissioner Rosenthal and Vice President Steiker. Wonderful. So we'll have Rosenthal as the motion, uh, Commissioner Steiker for the second. Um, any commissioner comment on this item? There doesn't appear to be so. Thank you. Any public comment on this item? Again, please dial star three or raise your hand using the WebEx app. No public comment. Okay. Then all in favor of adjourning this meeting, please raise your hand and Zefania will take a tally um, or you could raise your WebEx hand. Jack. <laughs> it's uh, unanimous. <laughs> Sorry, it was, such a, it was such a love fest for Jack. He just wants it to continue. Such a love fest. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. The vote is unanimous. This meeting of January is officially adjourned. Thank you for a really beautiful meeting. If this is thank you. what the rest of the year will look like, I'm really excited to do this work with you. Please take care of yourselves until we see each other. Happy, happy New Year. Yes, thank happy you attendees and public for coming. Appreciate y'all. Be safe. Bye.